I will say this, when we provide all the details, I believe our community will be shocked. This is Where's Jolene, covering the search for Jolene Cummings and the search for answers in one of Florida's most puzzling murder cases. In this episode, we get more of an insight into Kessler's state of mind and her feelings about her time in jail. In May, the state attorney's office released a series of jailhouse phone calls between Kessler and her mother. They put me back in the psycho block again. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. They don't even let me go to the law library. They don't let me go anywhere. I'm in Jacksonville. They put me in this psych box. Kessler disappeared from Butler County, Pennsylvania in 2004. As far as we know, she cut ties with her family. The conversations between mother and daughter are believed to be the first since Kimberly Kessler left more than a decade ago. This is a prepaid call from Kim Kessler, an inmate at the Nassau County Jail. Three-way or call waiting is not allowed and may automatically disconnect this call. This call is also subject to being recorded or monitored except for privileged communications between attorney and client. Please select from the following options. If you consent to this call being recorded, and to accept this call, dial 1 now. To reject your call have been accepted. Hello. So, listen, um, I don't know if you can get me bailed out or not. I don't even know if I can be bailed out. Right now I do have bail or bond or whatever they call it. Um, I have a few belongings that I didn't want to get confiscated or wind up wherever. Um, I don't have much, but the few belongings I have are, you know, kind of nice. So I've been living in my car for two years, over two years. So I have a few things in the storage unit, that's it. So um, the car that I have, I, it's leased. Um, I, I made payments on it. I paid it ahead. It's paid up almost to August. Um, but there's, it's just, I don't know. I don't want them to just wind up the property of the state. So, but um, I don't know okay. if you can you can work something out. They put a pretty stupid bond on me. I mean, it's pretty high. I think it's 10% though, but still it's pretty high. But um, whatever you can work out would be appreciated. Sure. Or, you know, I can just stay in jail and work. <laughs> but, yeah, so whatever you can work out, young lady. I'm, I'm in Nassau County. It's kind of a it's hit or miss with what happens here. Um, you know, I, I can't believe they let me use the phone today. Honestly, this is only the second time I got to use the phone. So um, it's not, it's, um, it's, <laughs> sometimes well, there's like things said about southern jails. Well, it can be like a Mexican jail. I've never been in a Mexican jail, but I heard it's really bad. So this is, um, you know, they haven't killed me, but it is possible. <laughs> it's very possible. So, yeah, I already knew when I, when the police called me that it was going to be nothing but horror trying to get you out of there. 
Yeah. They won't tell me anything. I keep asking them. Oh, yeah, there's no even, yeah, they play a lot of games. So, and I, you know, I'm not very good at games whenever it comes to, like, stuff like that. So I probably fell for a lot of their sneaky crap, but oh well. Kessler reveals to her mother the aliases she lived under. In these conversations from jail, it appears Kessler's mom has little to no idea what her daughter has been up to in the last decade. Okay, I've been living under the name of Jennifer Marie Cyber. The spelling on Cyber is S as in Sierra, Y as in Yankee, B as in Bravo, E as in Echo, R as in Romeo, T as in Tango, Cyber. That. Yeah. My date of birth for the name that I've been living under for the last 19 years is September 5th, 1974. Kind of ironic, it's flip of May 9th, it's September 5th. Isn't that interesting? Well, why did you want to go for a new name? Well, you never mind. Live out there. Just write the information down, please. <laughs> There's not enough time to explain. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah, okay. It's like a movie. In fact, you could probably make a lot of money by writing a book and making a movie on this, I'm just saying. Hello? Hello. Um, I'll be more than happy to answer 500 questions from you <laughs> or more. If you could, uh, I mean, see if you can get me out, post the bond or whatever, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I don't know, God, I'll, I'll probably still need your help because they confiscated, like, all my stuff, my keys, my money, my purse, my car, you know, every, my clothes on my back. Like, I can't leave here naked. Like, we just went nuts. I might still, even if you were to bond me out, I still probably need somebody here to, like, help me, you know? Cause then how do you ever get your stuff back? I don't know, because I can't, I mean, they, it's a southern jail, it's, it's up to, like, I'm at the power, at the mercy of the powers of me. So, if they want to be fair, that would be great, but if they don't, then they just made money, you know, on my car, you know, I don't really have anything in there that is worth anything. Um, my purse had money in it that was cash. That might be gone. You know what I mean? So crazy stuff happens. I mean, hopefully I get treated fairly. I doubt it because it hasn't been fair yet. So. Well, can I ask how the heck you got, how they, why they picked you up? How'd you get in there? It. Like what happened? Nothing. The last thing I talked to uh, briefly with the public defender who said it would be a conflict of interest for her to represent me, and she said, you don't seem concerned about this. Why? I said, because I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything, so I'm not worried. She said, innocent people go to prison. She said, you yes. should be worried. I'm like, she's, oh, my God. She's telling. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't whatever. matter. If you can figure Make something out to get down here and get me out, um, grab this stuff and, you know, so do you have, you do have a lawyer? No. I have nobody. I'm not. I've been sitting here since last week. I know. I kept calling and asking, you know, can I come and get you? No, because they, they're... They're real 
they Arnold, think that too. You should have. You could have heard them. They were just like, "You don't have a mom." <laughs> I was like, "Everybody has a mom." You think I was hatched from an egg? They were just trying to have that. Some of them were not all of them, but some of them were very abusive. So they were enjoying their, you know, their reign of power over me and mocking me and ridiculing me and saying, "Oh, you don't have a mom, and even if you have one, she doesn't want anything to do with you." I'm like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> whatever." Oh. Yeah, I can I can come. All right, come on down and try to get me out of here, and I'll we'll get my stuff up to wherever. I mean, the only thing that's worth anything is the motorcycle, because the car I don't own it; it's not mine. But again, I paid it okay. through August. I made payments on it through August. We're only in May. <laughs> I just paid ahead, yeah. you know. I'm wondering if they're even gonna let you out on bail because he said you. They, they, they posted it. They huh? posted it. If I they posted it, so come if they'll let me out, let me out because right now I have a hundred thousand and two dollar bond, and ten percent of that is ten thousand dollars and a and whatever twenty five cents or ten cents or whatever. So uh, twenty cents, whatever the math is. Oh my. See if you can post the bond, and if you can, I'll get out. And, I don't know what I'll do. I'll need I need help because. I think they're going to say, they'll send me out of here naked, and then they'll arrest me again for being naked. <laughs> yeah. That's not, yeah, that's not funny, but it's funny. Right. I know. It's kind of funny, but it's not, because I think they'll really do it. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I try to keep it. This call will be terminated in two minutes. Oh, God. They're going to hang up the phone again. The call ends with this. I'm glad Thank you're alive, you. at least. Yeah, I'm alive. Yeah, but you're in hell. You're alive in hell. Yeah, it's been, you know, there's good ways and bad ways to see hell, so. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. I never thought there's a good, bad, and a hell, but a good and bad to hell. I don't know. You can, I mean, uh, this is worth This call was terminated because it exceeded. Hello? Hello? I didn't get to say goodbye. <laughs> it disconnected me. <laughs> I know. No, I figured you just, you could call me anytime. I was just calling you until they actually forced me to hang up, but I don't really want to, you know, make them mad. <laughs> I haven't even done anything wrong and they treat me pretty bad. Kessler is focused on her mother getting the correct information to try and get her out of jail through her bond. Remember, Kessler was arrested under the alias Jennifer Seibert. Okay, wait, you could bail you out under Jennifer. Yeah, because that's not what they arrested me under. They don't... Until the FBI corrects it, it's going to be Jennifer, so. The FBI? Is, oh, my God. They're not going to, they don't correct. They will. You can't. You just put the money up for Jennifer Marie Seibert. I gave you my social. I gave you my date of birth. I gave you the name, my name, which is, you know, my alias or whatever, so. That I've been living under for 19 years. Um, you're all set. Connie Kessler seems overwhelmed at not knowing where her daughter's been, only to find her now charged with killing a co-worker, Jolene Cummings, a Nassau County mother of three. Oh my God, are you, well, are you warm? Are you sleeping all right? Did they give you a blanket? No, of course not. It's terrible. I'm in jail. It's very, very bad. I know, it'd be nice if they would treat you the way they would be treated. Because they never think... 
well, if you really want to help, come and get me out, so. Kessler is worried about her mother getting the contents of her storage unit, especially her motorcycle. Her mother shifts her conversation to the investigation. He, he told me that you, he, he thought you were involved, they think you're involved in and a missing person there. So, if you can or if you want to, please, you know, bail me out and I can... I'm, I will, I'm just wondering... To my ability, I'll you. answer. They, I just got interrupted on the phone with a little message that they're going to disconnect the call again. So... Okay, we'll just... Uh, so, let's just say he, goodbye. He's and, asking for a lawyer. Okay. I want them to say you never asked. Okay. I mean, I okay. did. I've already asked, but yeah, I'll just keep asking. All right. Yes, keep asking. Okay. All right, bye-bye. All right, hang in there. Love you. Love you, too. This call will be terminated in one minute. Oh, we have Love one you. minute. We've got one minute. <laughs> Love you. Love you, too. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. In another jailhouse phone call between Kessler and her mother, Connie Kessler, it's focused on her storage unit. But they give you everything they took from me. I got almost two grand <laughs> in cash, and that's about it. A bicycle, a motorcycle, a bag full of expensive, wonderful vitamins, I might add. Wonderful vitamins. You'll be very happy with the vitamins. And um, eh, I think that's all that he might be interested in. In some of the calls, Kessler appears to ramble. We're in Texas, so those are the only two states with death penalty? I don't know. I haven't done the research on it. You might want to YouTube that. Get back to me on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd want to know and then tell you bad news, but I, <laughs> I thought someone said they weren't doing that anymore. And they shouldn't do it anymore because the get everything wrong. The prosecutors are just a giant weenie. And I'm not even going to say, well, maybe there's some that are good. No, because they're all weenies. You put on a suit and you turn into a weenie. Let's see. It's, just, it's just a game of who's, you know, one up. You don't care if guilty or not. So, but, um, yeah, he said he was going to come, yeah. like, next week, but that was a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I'm going to see him this week or not, but, oh, well. <laughs> Why does he, yeah, he just bothers stopping by so he can, it's, you know, because it's, he can get a paycheck. Mm -hmm. Maybe he took my motorcycle out for a spin and he hit the throttle too hard and, and he killed himself. Who knows? Kessler eventually goes on a hunger strike when she discovered investigators learned of her other identities. She refused to eat for more than a week and a newly released mugshot her face has thinned, appearing almost gaunt. They poisoned me last time with some kind of crazy puking up that craziness. I mean, my puke is still on the floor. That was a clip of Kimberly Kessler on the phone in jail talking about her belief that her food is being poisoned. She was moved from the Nassau County Jail to the Duval County Jail in Jacksonville, Florida, where she remained for months, awaiting the next steps in her case. with Kessler in jail were interviewed by investigators and described strange behavior. She talks on the phone to herself, not to anyone in particular. That lady is sick. But she was saying that um, the lady took her son, like 
she found out who had her son. And that was who had her son. But she walks around like the Taliban right now. She has like her head tied up like, you know, like Osama or somebody. And that's how she's walking around right now. And all she does is read her Bible. This woman, Molly, says she got into an argument with Kessler when she got to the jail. Another interview released to the public is with an inmate named Brenda. She had five aliases and that she was going to write a book one day and y'all could all read. We could all, we could read it. I could read it or whatever. Remember, Kessler was moved to a jail in Jacksonville after that hunger strike in Nassau County, something Molly talks about with detectives. She said that they were poisoning her food and it's because she pissed off the wrong people and she didn't do nothing wrong. When Kessler appeared in court for the first time, she wore a medical mask, refusing to take a tuberculosis test. Kessler's odd behavior, it isn't new. I interviewed her ex-boyfriend who described a turbulent relationship. Next on Where is Jolene? The ex-boyfriend of Kimberly Kessler talked to Action News Jax and police. Back then, she was a sweetheart until, uh, until she got mad. An account of their wild relationship. She stabbed me with a pair of scissors when I got home once and what they revealed to investigators. And she stabbed you in the chest. This is an Action News Jacks presentation. Where's Jolene is written by Bridget Matter and edited by Nick Longo.